Here it is, Season 3, Episode 9, Saturdays of Thunder. Based on that stupid Tom Cruise movie, well, the title anyways, where he drives that car. Now, for the cold open, it's Shane Lynch. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. No sports, no rock, no information for mindless chatter. We're your station. Very nice, Shane. Should I do the entire voice or entire episode in this voice? It kind of sounds like Duff Man combined with an annoying announcer. It does I'm remind g- me of Bart the Daredevil a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to little- say no because it's actually kind of hurting my throat. So I'm gonna yeah, start sure. All righty. Here we go. Um very, very quotable line there to open us up. Alcohol, cause of, and solution to all problems. It's like Drink responsibly. I, yeah, yeah, especially we're in the holiday season right now. This episode's coming out two days before Christmas. Um, don't be that idiot who gets hammered um, at your you know family gathering, family dinner, and just starts going off about how they they love Trump and he's, yeah, he's the next politics, Jesus religion, and, immigration, and, uh, yeah. all that fun stuff don't, that people yeah. like to talk about. Yeah, don't get hammered and, you know, fall down the stairs and soil yourself. And then your sister has to change you and your kids are asking, why does Uncle Jeffrey have to have his pants changed? And then, you know, it's an awkward situation there because they have, then your sister has to explain, well, he shat himself because he got too drunk. Don't get to that point. That's my PSA for the holiday season. Uh, We're dealing with an episode, though. Well, it's not NASCAR. It's, It's racing. It reminds me of NASCAR, though, just because of the episode is that riff on Days of Thunder. Um And that got me wondering, because I wonder if we're on the same wavelength here, how much money would it take for you to go to, like if somebody had to pay you to go to a NASCAR event? Uh, Truthfully, all they would have to do is pay for my ticket. And I would be very uh, obliged to go because I would like to go at least once. It does seem definitely not my scene at all. Um, But I've always been fascinated with the culture of people that like really, really, really are into turning left, you know? Um, the hillbilly culture, you mean? Well, I feel like there's different levels based upon where you sit, like literally. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the stands? Yeah, stands, oh, okay. or yeah. if you partake in the uh, in the, the party in the parking lot and all that stuff, um, I feel like there's definitely different uh, different people in different sections. But yes, the most prominent, I think it's associated to, is like the redneck culture, but... I'm sure there's like just regular people that enjoy NASCAR as well. Um, you don't see those on the news, though. You definitely see clips of uh, really fanatic fans. Yeah, usually drunk. Think, yeah, drunk, no shirt on, big old Gunther, just sweaty, hanging out, uh, pounding some hot dogs into them. A couple of racial slurs in there, and they're probably from Florida. Pretty much what you're mega hats and all that fun you, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Um, a shout out to Orlando, Florida, and most of Florida, a place where the traffic lights just make absolutely no sense. I don't know if you ever driven in Florida, but uh, it, the, the traffic light situation, figure it out, Florida, figure that out. Um, now, the defense for Florida, I've heard, is it's a tourist destination, so all the crazy people you hear about in Florida are actually tourists. Um, You know what? It's funny. I've been to Florida a number, a couple of times, and... Every single person that I've met there has been incredibly nice. So uh, maybe so I'm just go. not in the, the meth area of Florida, like <laughs> the hardcore meth areas. Um, 
where people are just hopped up on methamphetamines and Mountain Dew. So freshen your drink, Governor. <laughs> Maybe I'm just missing out on uh, those um, British meth folks, like you just imp- in- impersonated there. So. Maybe I'll have to go back into a different area and uh, and see if it's actually true. But for me, I'm kind of surprised actually. I know you like you're a guy who likes to experience things, uh, you know, once just to say that they did it. But honestly, I not even if it's not even NASCAR, but F1, like I couldn't do it. Um, I'm not into. I can't sit there and watch cars all day. It's like I can drive a car, maybe not this fast, but um, I just can't see myself. Do you consider it not a sport? No, it's a sport. It's a competition of people against Absolutely. each other. So yep. by definition, yeah, it's a sport. Not easy to do. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not easy to do. By um, not not at all. It looks like it, but it's hundred percent not. Actually, uh, I, I would say arguably the people that drive those cars are in better shape than some of the pro golfers. I yeah, I had a feeling you're going to say that because it gets incredibly hot and your heart's pumping in there, and uh, yeah, a lot of them are probably in much better shape than say like. Uh, John Daly or Phil Mickelson when he had his Gunther. Look at that. I said Gunther twice. You know, it's going to be a good episode. It's a lot of Gunthers. A lot of Gunthers. But I don't think I could ever go, even if somebody paid me, I'm going to say they have to pay me like five grand at minimum, pay for a hotel and uh, something that I can do kind of around the destination of having to go to one of those events. Especially it's like, it's like 35 to 40 degrees with humidity and you're just baking in the sun there's no cover anywhere and you're just watching the cars drive and it's loud as shit and there's hillbilly i'm assuming hillbillies around at least even in the good section there's got to be some sort of number of hillbillies even if it's a small percentage so i would i'd say at least five grand it would take me to get out to one of those events but we're not focused on nascar we're focused on the soapbox derby racing that is in saturdays of thunder it's kind of weird that this episode actually came from a line from itchy and scratchy in marge when the kids get sick of itchy and scratchy and they go outside to play and Bart says, let's go finish our, our soapbox racer. So that they went back to that specific line. They're like, Oh, we should do something about that. Let's flush it into an episode. And that turned into this. Now in Lisa's pony, I said this episode marked a turning point and here's why. So I, I remember this very, very clearly. It was the summer of 2016. I was living in Guelph, Ontario. I was working at a small radio station just the, when I finished college and uh, I was living with um, a, a nice family who rented out a room in the, the area. And the, the dad of the family was a big Simpsons fan, too. So sometimes we'd watch Simpsons together. I remember us watching a couple episodes in a row and we got to Saturdays of Thunder because I had the DVDs. I had, I think, three through six at the time. When we started here and we both looked at each other and we're like, that was a really, really good episode. Like much more so than... Uh, even some of the other ones in this, earlier in season three, like like Father Like Clown, Homer Defined, we're like, yeah, that was a that was a really solid one. A lot of good references, one-liners, visual gags, kind of like Lisa's Pony um, that we underestimated, but amped up a notch. So because of that, yeah. I think of this episode as the turning point in the series. Like this right here is the beginning of the Golden Age. So for me, this episode has a. I think I might be overvaluing it a little bit. Because I just because that memory is somewhat strong and it might be slightly, um, what's the word, colluded? No. We gave Lisa's Pony, uh, what 8.2 for you and eight for me, so it's got it has to I, live up to that at least. So I'm gonna go into this with an 8.9. I believe 8.9, it okay, is that good based on the lines and um, whatnot that I remember from Homer and some of the visual 
aspects of this episode, 8.9 with, I think, a potential to go above a 9. What do you got for this one? Um, I'll go in with, uh, I do like this episode. And I do have a soapbox story as well. Um, hmm. I'm going to go in with, uh, with an 8.8. Uh, with the with the train of thought that it will get probably bumped somewhere in the low nines. So you said you had a soapbox story. You didn't actually race these things, did you? Oh, no, but um, there were like four of us where uh, one of my friends on the street, you know how like when you grow up on a street, you just like make friends with the local kids on the street. Yeah, um, yeah. One of them, uh, the father and him were building a soapbox Uh just not to race or anything, but just to use, like just out of like kind of like a hobby. They were building up a soapbox, um, so it's like we were all like kind of fascinated, and we would all come over and see him and his dad building this thing, and it was fun. I don't think it ever actually got finished. Um, I think they got the the base of it done. Like you could roll it down a hill, and you could turn left or right, but it didn't have a body per se. Um, but yeah, that was like, that's kind of like my, my soapbox story. So like when I watched this episode, I'm reminded of like that nostalgic kind of simpler time. So yeah, that's my soapbox story. I was hoping that you would, where that story was going, that you'd say, oh yeah, that, you know, they, we went over there and we watched them build it and then they finished it and then they realized that they live in a town that had like all level streets and they had no use for it. That would have been, I was hoping that's where you were going. Uh, I did not live on a hill. That's for sure. I'm not sure where they would go actually. Uh where I grew up, Alliston is not very hilly. It's kind of no, flat. No, it's not. No. Um, so maybe so yeah, they probably the worst. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they were yeah. gonna fly down a mountain or something. Yeah, the, the best soapbox nowadays, though. Like we're spoiled now. You just have to watch the Red Bull. Um, they have a competition every year, a soapbox competition, right? They like right. go over a yeah. jump and they go into like a like a pond or something. Then they do that with the the flying machines too, right? Where they just People make their own yes. flying machines and they just hop, jump off of a, a ledge and get horribly injured. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. comedic genius. Uh, shout out to year. Red Bull. Yep, shout out to Red Bull for that. So we got we're going into this one with some pretty high ratings. Let's see it, if it lives up to the hype. Let's go Saturdays of Thunder. November fourteenth, nineteen ninety one was when Saturdays of Thunder came out. Shane, not a music, not a movie question. Which number one pick in the NHL was born? On November 14th, 1991. Still playing to this day with Boston, but Boston wasn't who picked him. He's still playing today with Boston? Yes, he does, with Boston. People kind of forget about him, but he's even in the league because he kind of went downhill the last couple of years. Oh, okay. Sorry, my mind immediately went to uh, to their face-off man, but I guess that's not it. That would be... Hmm. To Bergeron you were thinking of? Yeah, I was thinking Bergeron. No, oh, it's actually hmm. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. Oh, yeah. He didn't really pan out as well. No, as he was kind of... Uh, yeah, He won an MVP one year for some reason. But, yeah, All those Devils fans looking at me saying, Ooh, he deserved it that year. Yeah, wasn't there some issues in the locker room with him, though? I don't think with Hall. Reading something there are a couple about other that. players that I've heard it with. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Oh, that's actually pretty funny, that couch gag. Oh, what was yeah, the chalkboard gag? they fold up in that one i was so distracted with my taylor hall riffing that i didn't even see what the chalkboard gag was <laughs> oh i can't believe they invented it yes uh i will not fake rabies 
which is decent. Anyways. <laughs> it looks nothing like it. I'm actor Troy McClure. You might remember me from such TV series as Buck Henderson, Union Buster, and Troy and Company's Summertime Smile Factory. But I'm here to tell you about Spiffy, the 21st century stain remover. Dr. Nick. I love how Dr. Nick is also like the shady inventor as well as the shady doctor. Perfect. Oh yeah, he totally would push this stuff. <laughs> Why did they have a growl and pose graves? But unfortunately, a century of neglect has turned this tombstone into a depressing eyesore. So what? I guess we're gonna have to throw it away. Not so fast, Troy. With one application. The whole premise is absurd. We have to throw that away the tombstone. Yeah, throwing away a tombstone. Quote the Raven. What a shine. I can't stand tombstones because I used to weed whack uh, the big cemetery in Bowmanville, Ontario. And there are some tombstones there from like 1870 that nobody's seen in 150 years. And you still have to... <laughs> Somebody throws a chair at Dr. Nick. <laughs> yeah, he literally threw a foldable chair at him, yeah. Great parenting. It's a rare outfit for Homer, isn't it? The t-shirt on. He's got a hobo undershirt. Yeah, he's got the, uh, yeah, he's just... Hey, yeah. Interesting calling, calling it Butch. Yeah. That's the one for me. But she would, too. Expiration date June 1989. My nana used to order junk off the TV all the time. Specifically pants for some reason. I don't know why, but she ordered a lot pants, of pants. Eh? Yeah, off the shopping channel. I ordered two things and I learned my lesson. Did they suck? Uh, yeah, it was a sauna belt that um, was supposed to uh, help you lose weight just on the tummy area. Um, oh yeah, one of those things. They like went off screen and sprayed someone's stomach and then they came back on screen and it was all like all sweaty. It was a terrible ad. Uh, it didn't work. Surprise. And then uh, radio headphones, which actually did work. They just looked really gaudy. And probably would have given me tumors if I kept using them. Nothing wrong with a tumor here and there. It's good for the brain. Oh, we got oh, Bane too. Great cliche. It gets our first two days away from retirement in the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mendoza. Live forever? Yeah. <laughs> I love how McBain's just sitting there. He gets shot like yeah. 15 times. And he takes out his like huge magnum. Oh, damn, damn, damn. 
These box art gags. Yeah. Football's greatest injuries. Yeah, it's like uh, Don Cherry's. Uh, was it? Yeah, there you go. Used to love those. Oh, yeah. Every Christmas Christmas morning, I get the new one. Shout out late great Don Cherry. Maybe you should try it on Homer. Him being in that video store reminded me of the smell of like popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ringo Starr is on the cover of uh, People or People that were selling. Oh, Ringo Starr. always keep my cool like the Fonz, but my love for my kids has given me plenty of happy days. They called him the Galloping Gazelle. His habit is for six seasons and two Pro Bowls. He grazed on the tasty green. He's got a Toronto Argos colors there, the double blue. Oh, yeah. The cracking noise is so good. And the animation, the guy's... He's dead. He has to be dead. <laughs> and their TV styles are never seen again. Or not TV, hairstyles. Yeah, I wonder if those kind of hairstyles ever come... I think it's just... People are too busy to put in that much time. <laughs> I like how Homer... My dad always loved that line when you hear the bone snap. Oh, you made me miss Joe Theismann. If you've never seen Joe Theismann, hey, there's another former Argo. Look at that. If you've never seen his injury moves with Washington, the, the injury that ended his career, it's pretty gross. <laughs> name, one of you, name one of his friends, the fat kid with the thing. <laughs> oh, man. That's your hero. Name another dad you talk to about parenting. Next. Next. What are your son's hobbies? Well, he's always chewing on that phone cord. Well, he hasn't done that since <laughs> he was two. Then he has no hobbies. Oh, really? Well, maybe you should go out to the <laughs> I forgot about that line. It's those lines yeah, you forget about. Yeah, make his own boxcar. Yeah. Bart! Bart! What? You don't have any hobbies, do you, boy? No, not really. Well, that's what I... Wait a minute, what are you doing? Floating a soapbox derby racer. Oh, that's a hobby. Hey, so it is. Oh my god, I don't know jack about my boy. <laughs> I'm a bad father. You're all so <laughs> bad. I'm also bad. <laughs> I'm so satisfied. Wow, I wonder how much money they paid for that little, for little the jingle. Harry Chapin song. National Hollywood Institute. Dave speaking. I'm Homer Simpson. I just took your test. I got a zero. Good lord, a zero. Lana, cancel my one o'clock. Mr. Simpson, we'll send a wood panel station wagon over for you immediately. Didn't even get his address. Hey, Bert, where'd you get the lumber? Well, as three-time soapbox derby champ Ronnie Beck says... <laughs> I, love, I love the misdirection with Ronnie back at the end. Oh, yeah? Are you building a racer, Martin? In between some other projects. Well, gentlemen, if you'll excuse me, I've booked some time at the wind tunnel. <laughs> just come take Homer away. Hey, Bart. I think they're finally hauling your dad away. He's technically already been hauled away once. 
That's true, yeah. Fishing simulation. For starters, Mr. Simpson, why don't you take this complimentary copy of Oh wow. Oh, that aged well, didn't I? Yeah. Mr. Simpson, if you want to be a good father, you have to spend time with your son. Well, that's easy for you to say, you preachy egg-headed institute guy. How much do you see your son? Why don't you ask him yourself? Homer, meet Dave Jr. Huh? How's your research coming, son? I'm their water father. <laughs> Good work. Thanks, Dad. Oh, how I envy you. Homer, that easy back and forth that you just witnessed didn't happen overnight. It took years of effort. I've never been afraid of a little hard work. Oh, that's the spirit, Mr. Simpson. Now, step one is to find an activity the two of you can share. Does the boy have any interest? <laughs> Jeez. Find something he likes to do and share. And this episode has a lot of good lines. He is building a soapbox derby racer. Oh, that would be perfect. <laughs> oh, good. not again. Why is there a shark there in the tank? Why is a shark in there? <laughs> oh, that's so good. I'm almost done. Why don't you get back on the couch and watch TV? Okay. No, I'm gonna do it. Sorry, Dad, but three-time soapbox derby champion Ronnie Beck never needed his dad's help. But you can use me. I'm good. I built a lot of things around the house. The spice rack. The love that spice rack. I love the I love the Gibberish? bird feeder with the squash cardinal in it. What was that? Ah, who cares? Son, please let me help you. Come on, Dad, it'd be weird. Oh, this isn't working at all. It's hopeless. Wait a second. Hmm. Tybee's first law of intergenerational perversity. No matter what you tell your child to do, the drawing of Cosby on the front of the book. Don't you it looks more like Al Roker than Bill Cosby. That sounds too complicated. Okay, don't use reverse psychology. All right, I will. Son, was that the first inner monologue for Homer? Come on, Dad. If you really want to help, you can clean these paintbrushes. Uh, it might have been. Yeah, it's one of the first. My favorite is probably Mr. Mr. Plow. It might. Oh. <laughs> Where were you, sir? Uh, hmm. I was at a pornography store. I was buying <laughs> pornography. Hmm, never would have thought of that. Since when does Homer smoke cigars? <laughs> smoke a stogie. Yeah. Poor I stole the wheels off the baby stroller. I cut they only stole three, and the other wheel came from somewhere else. Yeah. Reminds me of me before the weight of the world crushed my spirit. Has the weight of the world crushed your spirit yet? You at that age? Uh, I feel like it's that. crushed it a bit. That's yeah. for sure. I'm definitely not the same as I was as a kid. I love that. This, that's not the first time. supposed to smoke in the pit area <laughs> hey simpson where's your loser mobile loser mobile <laughs> wait a minute uh it's over there nelson whoa talk about your pieces of crap you know bart i don't care who wins as long as one of us beats that guy same here careful boys 
<laughs> so his weighs a lot more, so it's going to go down faster. Yeah, and he's bigger too, right? Oh yeah, I forgot the little uh, crony guys were there. Nice little Stooges reference there. Glad or uh, not gladiator, uh, uh ben, ben Hur, yeah, yeah, it's a Ben Hur reference. Okay, so here's what I don't get, right? Oh, wait, never mind, never mind, never mind. I, need I was gonna say, how does Bart get to go on because he finished last in his heat, but I forgot he takes <laughs> over the whole the honor roller. <laughs> Even though it catches on fire. Young man, I'm afraid this stress fracture will He gets a broken wrist, but somehow he doesn't. I've had that twice actually. Yeah, you broken that your same wrist twice? Yeah, once I got it from uh skating and I, f I fell and I broke my uh my fall with uh, my wrist. Instead of just falling on my butt. Yep. And then the other time was rollerblading. So my hockey career uh, didn't turn out. That racer transformed me into the twisted creature you see before you. I'll never race again. If you don't race, then Nelson will win. Well, even if I wanted to, I'm in no shape to do it. Unless... Bart, will you drive my car? Hmm, I don't know if I should do that. My dad and I built our car together, and if I drove someone else's, it'd kill him. I have a feeling I wouldn't be able to do that, even though it's a much better car. Like, my dad and I had such a good relationship that I don't think that I could have. Then again, my dad wouldn't have built a car this crappy. No, yeah, neither would my dad, no. It's quite handy. Although, if I had to build a, a, a box car now, I feel like it would look like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. I am not I'm, handy with tools. I, I'm a laborer. I don't have the mind of a... I don't know. Uh, building things. My mind works. You tell me how what you want cut and where you want it, but I don't have the vision of can I come up with a blueprint from scratch? Right. You're you're going on step two before step one. You can do the step two part of piecing it all together. See, I I I might be able to do step two, but my mind works in ways of like memorizing history stats of hockey and baseball and stuff that no person ever needs you're also pretty decent at, at math um yeah which would help out in uh building anything really i don't remember that gag yeah, he's faster than the car. Yeah. Bone is healing nicely. I don't think that was in syndication on, on TV. Dr. Hibbert, Lisa needs a... You! Homewrecker! Mr. Simpson, you have every right to be angry. But rest assured, your son loves you. <laughs> 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 well, you certainly gave that boy the heebie-jeebies. Why is there a merch shop on a soapbox yeah. race? <laughs> I'm not pouting. You are. Dad, you gotta come. I just got your hat out. Let's call back earlier in the episode with the phone. Don't at least have something to say to Bart. No. 
can't think of a thing. Homer, I've always said you were a good father. I've always defended you when people put you down. That's for sure. She ain't lying. But I guess I was wrong. You are a bad father. Leave me alone. Love the British announcer. The horse racing. Martin. Well, it's not really true. Martin's not really Bart's friend. It just happens to. No, yeah. Why is there a picture of Einstein on the fridge? Yeah, or some random bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Yeah. I wonder what Flanders' answer was going to be. <laughs> um. Hmm. Yeah. He definitely would have had boundaries before marriage, for sure. My friend and I have a bet. Was that ice cream with beer? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it oh, is. Oh, ice cream and beer. <laughs> Isn't there a later episode where Barney's immune to pepper spray? Uh. I think he's not immune, but he knows a different kind of pepper spray. Something like that. You're on the right track. Yeah. Oh, look at the face of Martin there. He looks like an old man. He does. Yeah, he looks like uh, Walter Matthau or something. What a visual. Sun shining in the background. Homer's pounding a dog into him. Great moment. Ladies and gentlemen, drop the green flag. Our beloved mayor, Diamond Joe Quimby. To everyone participating today, I salute your bigger. <laughs> oh, I love that. The wheels have the classic, uh, what is it? What is that reference to? Is that from, uh, um... Grease, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Grease, yeah. Or, um... Or that bug... What was the the Cars Alive movies? Herbie? Yeah. Didn't he fight someone with those? Anyways, yeah. Maybe. I don't understand the back and forth here, like how it keeps going back and forth as they go down the hill. I do like that Maggie's favorite thing, though, was just staring at a balloon. As a baby would be. The world has not seen the lights of this since the French carried Lucky Lindy off on their shoulders from Liverpool. <laughs> random Charles Lindbergh. Random Lindberg gibberish, reference. yeah. Oh, it's a reference. It's, it's the Charles Lindbergh, but again, 20s reference. There's Ronnie back! There he is! He's like six years old. <laughs> I love that. I remember the first time I saw this, that got me so hard. I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was Bart's hero. Why is he five? <laughs> is this the only trophy that Bart has? Uh, well, the football team wins the championship, right? And Bart takes Nelson's place. Right, and the hockey team doesn't win either, right? No, they tie. Such a thing as being a bad winner. Mom, I never won before. I may never win again. Yeah, I think it is. Well, it's a good thing Bart is saying no, 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 no. 
always nice to just rub it right in your opponent's face. And somehow the fatherhood and good music tracks in this one. It is, yeah, really good. They must have had an, uh, some more budget to to uh, to do that in this season. That's a that's a really really good solid episode. I think yeah, that was that's a great, good rap. Great, yeah, very good rap um, as well. We're getting away from just the Homer and Marge kissing. They, they've kind of it's like they uh, they ran out of that. Remember the stick with your wife barrel? They ran out of the barrel. Absolutely, of yeah. Marge kissing. So. Um, yeah, this is right around where I figured it would be. I said 8.9 going into this. This is a solid 9. Solid 9 for sure. Lots of good lines. Um, the story in general is great in the relationship between Bart and Homer. In that first it's Homer letting Bart down, then it's Bart letting Homer down, and eventually they, you know, they come together and they support each other in the end. Um, well, Bart, sort of. He still goes ahead and races without Homer's machine, but still. Uh, it's a really nice story. Some really great random visual stuff and misdirections, like with Beck and the shark attacking the kid and the underwater underwater fathering. Lots and lots of good stuff here. This is easily a solid A. Uh, it's a nine for me. What about you? You, you bumping it up to at least a nine? Uh, yeah, I'll meet you there. I'll I'll bump it up to a nine for sure. It just had so much going for it. Really did, and I found this episode was a little different in that in the past when we have gone silent during episodes it's because there's not really a lot going on and we're kind of thinking of things to say whereas in this one we're listening for lines and listening to the overall story uh play out so lots of options here to choose from same thing with lisa's pony i don't know if there was really one in particular that might have stood out but there were many many good lines and gags uh mine is might be a little bit um interesting because it's it's kind of a throwaway line uh, closer to the beginning of the episode but i absolutely love it but let's go with yours first shane what do you got uh i'm actually a huge fan of like uh die hard and lethal weapon so uh whenever mcbane this was also a longer kind of uh mcbane uh episode or rather mm -hmm. uh, short if you want to call it um and it has my mendoza line which i um i'm still proud of that impression from uh from from way back in our earlier episodes that i did uh so yeah mendoza is my my favorite gag of this episode but it's not uh it's it's crowded um in terms of choices that i had uh, there's lots of good gags in this one yeah second straight episode where you could really go with about four or five probably off the top of oh, your yeah. head yeah, we had uh, we had everything. Like the episode started, it's like we had uh, McBain, but then before that, we had Troy McClure. Uh, we also had uh, Doctor Nick on the Troy McClure. Uh, like there, there was gag after gag, and like, oh man, the shark, the shark <laughs> man, so funny. I totally forgot about the shark. Where it's like it happened again. It's like, why are you keeping a live shark in with a father and son? Yeah, doing, the the again like, part is what really gets it right. <laughs> that it happened again. Uh, very nice. I got to go Would with you? one of my lines at the beginning when Marge is quizzing Homer and he can't figure out the names of the kids. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, uh, the fat kid with the thing. <laughs> I love the <laughs> I love those kind of non-descriptors when somebody's trying to describe somebody like uh, later on when Krusty uh, is talking to Bart and Lisa. You know, that guy guy, he always wore a shirt. Ed Sullivan. Yeah, that's it. I love when people get really, really. <laughs> horrible descriptors of things and either it's just so off that somebody can't get it or somebody actually does get it like the Barton Krusty one but that's just one of my favorite one the, the fat kid with the thing I 
I forgot. I got to start saying that one more because that is a, a great line. It's just terrible descriptor and classic Homer line. You could really see him saying that, that he has no clue. It and the could fact be that, Martin, though. Martin is could, a little more plump than the other guys. He is, yeah. It could be it, – it, who knows? It could be him. Maybe it could be Uter. Um, though I don't That's think Uter has been introduced yet, so still. Uh, still a fantastic line. Wonderful episode gets to nine. And we are coming up after our break. We're going to take a little bit of a break uh, throughout the Christmas holidays. This is uh, coming up December 23rd. December 30th, there won't be uh, any new episodes. But uh, you have both this and Lisa's Pony on the 23rd. This, uh, two days prior to this, it'll already have been out our Christmas episode about all of our favorite Christmas uh, TV episodes and shorts and Christmas movies. Uh, so enjoy that one. That should keep you good throughout the holiday season. And we'll be back on the first Friday of January with two new ones, including Flaming Moe's. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Great episode. Fantastic Great. episode. Uh, a legendary episode. It's you know inspired a, a drink that you can actually get at the Right, Moe's. yes. Yes. I want to go to uh, to Universal Studios and get a Flaming Moe. We'll go, we'll go one day, Shane. I've been saying one that. Day, we'll one day, one day. One day, and uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe somebody can uh, just just fly us down there. Just fly us down there. Maybe they can <laughs> yes. if, uh, listen to these plugs that Shane has for you. Maybe, maybe it'll. Uh, I'm just hinting at something here, but Shane, hit away come on, plugs. Universal! Imagine a, a a podcast episode about your Simpsons land through the eyes of Nick and I. Yeah. A live podcast, just going around experiencing everything. That would be pretty cool. Anyways, if you want to get in touch with us with that idea, Universal, uh, you can. At uh, you can message us on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE. Uh, Nick does all cool like polls and stuff like that. Uh, so if you want to get in contact with us and be a part of the show, please follow us on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, uh, most of you on Spotify and some other platforms, if you can rate us and follow us, please, that helps. Uh, with you know, it's nice seeing who's following and stuff like that. It's been actually a really good, um, like last month for Nick and I, uh, we've had a lot of new new viewership. So thank you for listening. Um, if you would like to donate to the show, there's a link in the description called Buy Me a Coffee. So all that does is if you click that link, you have the option to throw a couple bucks uh, Nick and mine's way and we'll, we'll buy a coffee or something like that, a beverage. Um, so usually two new episodes every Friday, but like Nick said, we're going to be taking a little bit of a, a holiday break, but... Uh, after that point, yeah, two new episodes every Friday. Two new episodes every Friday. I'm going to start a new thing, too, at the end of each episode. I'm going to give a shout-out to one of our uh, places of listenership where someone is, is listening to this somewhere. A uh, shout-out to Trevor in the USA, a town or something called Trevor. I don't know where that is. I feel like that's definitely got to be a town where somebody was filling out the application. And in the name part, they put the town name and then in the town name they put the guy's name and his name was trevor so shout out to trevor wherever the hell that is in the usa um but like shane said thanks for listening we'll be back in january with a couple of new episodes have a great ba- uh, break like shane said do not actually you know have a great bake too because you'll probably be baking some goodies like shane said though don't get too hammered uh do not drive drunk um enjoy all the time with your friends and family yeah. you never know if you know that this is going to be a relative's last Christmas if they're getting older. Cherish Tell those all moments. your friends and family you love them. Yes, yeah. indeed. And uh, have some fun. Have a have a Simpsons marathon. Why not? Even if it's just the Christmas episodes, it will sure be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in January. Love the red nose reindeer, have a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you, you wouldn't say it. Like the light bulb. Bark. Love the other